How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we use positivity to build a better mindset. This is your host, Henry, and I hope you're having a great day. It is Tuesday morning when I'm recording this, um, and it's, I know it's been a couple weeks since, since I've got a podcast out. Um, been a lot been going on, um, but I hope this is finding you well, and uh, you have a few minutes this morning to kind of align and uh, zero in and just have purpose for your day. You know, I made sure to make to take time for that. I'm actually traveling this morning. I'm headed to um, Greensboro, North Carolina, which is about a three-hour drive um, for me. And you know, I made sure to take that time to uh, get myself lined. I'm going to talk more about that in the actual uh, body of the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and just take that deep breath, kind of zero in, slow down for a second before we dive in the message. So go ahead and just breathe in and hold it. And out. All right. Well, hope you're feeling really well after that and got a nice, uh, fresh boost of oxygen in the system and are, and are ready for a, a good message. So we're going to have a quick sponsor break and then we will dive right into it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, definitely appreciate it. The sponsor breaks absolutely help. And let's get right into it. So so today I want to talk about, um, well, let me see how I want to dive into this. So um, basically, you know, when you think about your routine or, you know, what you, what you do every day, you know, you think about like, what is that? Is it um, a, a list of things that you have to do? Like say, for instance, you know, you're, you're live by yourself and you, and you have a job, right? So your routine might be you wake up in the morning, you get ready for work, and then you get dressed, take a shower, and then you go and head to your job, do your job, you know, eat at lunch or whatever, you know, maybe you ate breakfast before you came, then you get done with work, and then you go home, and then you do, you know, whatever it is you do before bed, then you go to bed and you kind of wake up again and do it again. So I think that's what, you know, I've done, what a lot of people do is we kind of build our day around what things we consider, and I'm going to do quotation marks, we have to do, right? And so we just kind of do those things and then we do whatever we have to do prior to that to get ready for that. Um, And that's really a reactionary way to go through life. And you're kind of just like falling through life if you do it that way. You're not really... uh, working on yourself and and going towards your goals necessarily. I mean, you might be, you know, get promotions and stuff at work from from doing a good job and everything, but you're not really working on becoming the ideal person that you want to be. And so what I think is important is that we have, you know, like a, not necessarily code of conduct, but um, we have activities built in in the day that are meant to help us become the person that we're trying to become. 
Um, and that, that comes to discipline. And discipline is the word uh, that I really want to focus on today. And when, when, when I think of discipline, or when a lot of people think of discipline, they think about um, you know, being disciplined as far as like you did something wrong, and so now you're, you're going to be disciplined for it. Um, but that's not the, the way I'm, I'm using or, or talking about. I'm talking about discipline for yourself, you know, holding yourself accountable to whether it's your core beliefs, your core values, or um, to the vision of the person that you want to be. And being a disciplined person is the most dangerous person you can be. And I say dangerous, but I don't necessarily mean like violent. I just mean somebody that can accomplish anything and everything they want um, to do. Uh, is usually a very disciplined person. And I've also started to realize that, you know, you're, you're, you're never really going to, if you're a leader, right, and we're all leaders in some capacity. Um, there's leaders in a management capacity. There's leaders in a, you know, a friend group. There's, there's leaders in just your circle of influence. There's leaders in peers, you know, that work on the same level. So, you know, no matter what, we can be leaders in how we want. Uh, but it's going to be very difficult to to lead or to inspire people to do more than you're doing uh, in a sense. Now, obviously, if you're a great leader and manager and stuff like that, you are hopefully developing people t- that will eventually be better than you, right? You know, that's, that's the ultimate goal is to make people better than you. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about just for the bare basics. Like if, you, if you're wanting to hold people accountable to... Um, being the best that they can be, which hopefully is better than you, you have to be the best version of you. And a lot of that comes with discipline. And so I was reading a book and uh, it's just funny how the, the universe or God, you know, has, has a way of just putting it in front of you, like what's important, what you need to be working on. I've, I've been reading a few different books and, and I was reading a book uh, the other night and the message didn't say the word discipline, but I just I just finished this page, and it just clicked. It's like, all right, discipline needs to be your number one focus. That's what you need to achieve is just a a more consistent version of discipline. And it was like, boom! I don't need to read that book anymore. I'm just gonna put it down. Obviously, I'll continue to read it eventually. Um, but that was a message that I needed to learn because I've been asking, like, you know, what's the next thing I need to focus on? And for me, it's discipline. It's you know, making sure that I know the person that I want to be and then holding myself accountable with discipline to be that person. And when you do that and you and you take your pleasure in being that person, you know, that does those actions and not in the results, because a lot of times I've results chased um, where I, you know, wanted to make, you know, get this certain raise or, you know, achieve this certain goal and stuff. And those are things that will still be things that I'm working on, but they'll be secondary to um, being the type of person that I want to be, right? Having that discipline to achieve the, the person, the, the energy, the focus of that. So if you're someone that feels like, you know, you kind of go goal after goal, you know, you get, you, you achieve this next goal, this next promotion, this next grade, and then it seems like, well, you know, okay, now I got to do, now I got to find something else. And it does, it's not satisfying. You know, you're not having that satisfying feeling every day. Maybe consider shifting your focus to not achieving an external goal um, ultimately, but your ultimate goal is, is achieving um, 
becoming the type of human that does what it is that you know you want right that uh, is in the right mindset that is in the right health level is in the right you know mental place is in the right spiritual place you know all of those things make that the number one focus like, like work inward and if you achieve that or when you achieve that and you're still interested in external goals you'll be able to achieve those too you know I think for the longest time I felt like it was one or the other like you know you could either you know go for spirituality and I think a lot of people end up doing that is they go for like a spiritual chase like they're trying to be you know Gandhi or, or, or something and then they don't they think like I have to give up all this material stuff and I think you know that's not necessarily the case I think you you go for that that spiritual enlightenment connection you know getting closer to God um, you know being the person you want to be with health and, and, and mental state and to others you know how you want to treat others and if you want to achieve the other things you can but they just need to be secondary in the priority you shouldn't hold a material goal you know, or, or a 3D goal um, above, you know, going that, that inward with that discipline and stuff. And I, to me, that that's what I've seemed to have found is, is my truth right now and what I need to work on. So I feel like if that's true for me, it's probably true for other people on what we need to work on and working on ourselves and building ourselves up and the material things are, are here for us to experience and, and that's why we're here you know it's not like material things are bad um, but we don't need to love them more than we love ourselves and our you know our fellow uh you know our fellow people you know our families our friends that you know our enemies all of them you know that should be priority number one is service to others and we can do service to others by being the best version of ourselves. So, you know, if you prioritize that way, and I tell you, ever since, you know, I, I read that and, you know, been, been trying to put it into practice, uh, there's a lot of stress that's just gone. Like, uh, stress of, you know, equivalent stress would be, you know, you see someone that's the same age as you and they're making more money or they have a bigger house or they have this, they have that, all that stuff. You know, that was a stress that I had with me and it seems like that's a common stress other people have as well is you know that competition of like well this person's here and I'm supposed to have this or I'm supposed to be married or I'm supposed to be that and the other uh, which all of that was kind of erased when I realized like that's not the goal that's not the measure and in the long run which is outside of this worldly experience that stuff doesn't help you at all Right? It's all the inward journey, uh, and so you, you can only go inward and, and through discipline. So that's what I'm going to be working on is becoming you know, just in love with the discipline process, loving the process, just like I've learned to love um, you know, certain aspects of, the job, of work that I didn't like or things like that. When you make it your mission to love something and you decide, I'm going to love this, and then you start putting those, those feel-good thoughts and those feel-good feelings towards that, then your mind will shift and the experience will shift because your thoughts are the most powerful thing um, on at all. Like there's nothing more powerful than thought. Um, and so I'm going to use that discipline to discipline myself. And you know, by by disciplining myself, so 
what what things I'm gonna do. That that might be something that you're wondering if you're if you're still listening. You know what what makes somebody a disciplined person? You know what do you have to do to to be that? And so for me, um, one that means uh, more discipline over food. Um, so I've I've gotten a lot better at eating and making sure I'm eating food that's good for me. Um, you know I I, I cut out meat. Uh, you know, one of the big things that I'm trying to follow is, you know, the commandment to not kill. And obviously eating meat is, is killing something. So uh, I've cut out meat, in which I've done that since about March. Um, I haven't had any meat. Um, so that was one thing, but, but just doing that isn't enough. And so, you know, I want to eat food um, for the benefit of my body and not for the you know, satisfaction of, of taste. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to eat things that don't taste good. I mean, lots of things that are healthy for you taste good, but you know, I would have a bad habit of just going and eating three cookies without any thought in it, right? There was just fresh cookies. I went and ate them and there was no thought. So I want to have discipline on what I put in my body with that, meaning it's going in with purpose. It's going in with love. It's going in with, you know, the, the benefit of myself and um, also how the food was prepared or where it comes from, you know, is, is beneficial as well. So like food is a big one. Um, it's not to lose weight or anything like that because, you know, I don't, I don't need to lose weight. That's not, not a goal of mine. Um, but if, you, if you're having discipline with your food and, and, and health and, and losing weight is something you need to do, then, you know, that'll be a, a side effect. But that's not something that I need to do at this time. It, it has in the past. I've had to lose lose weight. It was something I really struggled with um, in, the, in the past. Um, fortunately, not anymore. Um, and then discipline with exercise. You know, with, with my new role, I've, uh, I used to work in a single gym basically all the time. I was a general manager of a gym, and prior to that, I was in sales in a gym. And so it was really easy to work out because I was just there in that single gym. You know, I had my schedule where I came in at X time, left at X time, had my lunch, I could work out. Um, but as I've taken on different roles, I'm not in just a single gym. I'm, I'm doing a lot of traveling uh, or I'm working from home or, or things like that. And, it, and the convenience factor, which I leaned on for a long time of being able to work out in a gym um, that I'm at, is gone. And so, you know, discipline on exercise. Now, I am changing the exercise to be more of a, you know, health-focused versus you know, just strength training or muscle training. I'll still do that stuff, but it'll be more geared towards, uh, you know, becoming closer to, to my body and, and, and things like that. And I'm not going to go into the detail of that, but, you know, so exercise is going to be something that's important. Um, you know, meditation. You know, I, I've been meditating every night before bed, but I need to do it in the morning as well. So, you know, having more discipline on waking up, um, spending that time meditation to connect with God and to be... Uh, you know, to outline how I want to, my day to look, how I want, you know, me to feel, how I want my experiences to go, and, and really using that time to uh, build those thoughts and, and those thought patterns together um, so that way I'm being proactive in my experience versus reactive. Um, so meditation is another one. And, uh, you know, how I, how I deal with others, you know, making sure that um, I'm delivering, you know, love and respect to people as I meet them, even the folks that don't deserve it, you know, well, everyone deserves it, but the folks that aren't giving that, uh, you know, people that aren't being pleasant, uh, making sure they still get treated 
um, you know, because your outer experience is usually a reflection of what's going on inside. Um, so if so, if you're in a bad interaction with someone, then, you know, a lot of times you have to just kind of look at the, the situation externally and see uh, what you can do to make the make that a better uh, experience for that person and for yourself and offer the forgiveness and love that needs to be done. So, so those are just some of the things that I'm going to be working on with discipline. Um, hopefully this message struck a chord with you and you realize, oh, I probably need to list, start really zeroing in on my discipline. If every single person was solely focused on their discipline of, of enlightenment and being a better human being, then everything else would be perfect. There would, there would be no conflict. Like everything would be gone because all the conflict, all the struggle, all the pain you would be working on within and wouldn't be reacting and taking it out on others. We wouldn't hurt each other. We wouldn't steal from each other. We wouldn't do all these things that, that we, we do. It's just, you know, we call it human nature and, and we all do it. Um, and so it's nobody, you know, is above all that, unfortunately, in this, in this world. And so that's something that we can, you know, all work on together is being more disciplined and respecting self and, and treating self. So that's the message today. Uh, definitely feels good to be, back, to be back. If you made it all the way through the podcast, I appreciate it. I hope your day is going really well. Hope you have some time to work on your discipline um, and, and be the best version of yourself because that is a forever pursuit in this life and in future ones. Um, we will always be in pursuit of improvement and in love and, and all that stuff. So hopefully um, that is something that you enjoy doing. And if it's not something you enjoy doing, uh, maybe change your thought pattern on it and, and see what happens. So give it, give it six months. We all know six months, it's already the end of July. Um, we are halfway through 2020, which has been just such a crazy year. And we're already, you know, through so much of this, this year so fast. You know, committing six months to a year to something is, is not a lot. Um, you know, so, so maybe commit to that self-development. See what happens. See what happens when you realize, you know, you're responsible for everything in your life. You know, even the terrible things, you're responsible for it. And once you take that ownership, see what happens. See what happens when you take the ownership for everything. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you have a great day. And we will talk to you next time.